0: Hi everybody, I'm Melinda Gallant and I want to welcome you to another CAPE Conversations. We are going to have a good time today because we're going to be talking to the superintendent of schools of Sandwich Schools. Hmm, she's fabulous, she's vivacious, and we're both wearing red today, so I think that's a good thing. So come along, let's have another CAPE Conversations. Hi, everybody. Oh, my gosh. I'm sitting at that famous wing school that's been in the news so much. What are they going to do with it? But I'm really sitting with a wonderful person who is the superintendent of our schools, Pam Gould. Pam. How are you? Good to see you again. Good to see you. My God, you're the one who brought it up. Three years yes. almost to the day. Can you day. believe
1: that? that this, I'm in my fourth year here, and it's flying by.
0: Oh, my gosh. It's amazing. That's, and we are still smiling. And we're
1: both, wearing red, today, both so wearing red today, so we're trying to
0: say something. <laughs> we're trying to make a statement about yes. something. So tell me, Pam, yes. you've got a lot going on. We do.
1: A we lot do. going we on. Do. Um, we do. Ha- we... There's the whole uh, academic piece, obviously, which yeah. is the main reason yeah. we exist in yeah. Yeah. Uh, doing that. But the, we're right now in the middle of a budget yeah. process, which yeah. is, is is hard. It's oh, hard for any I community. Can't even uh, I can't imagine. You couldn't pick up a phone and talk to any superintendent, not be dealing with the same stuff that we right. all deal with in right. town. Is is every community has to make decisions and, right. and where do they where do they want to be right. with an entire budget? Right. So it's hard.
0: it's hard. Well, and it's hard in Sandwich, unfortunately, because right. we're a bucolic town. Yep. We are beautiful. Yes. We're historic. God, we're the museum yes. town. Thank you, Lord. Yes. And a long time ago, it was determined mm-hmm. we wanted no commercial. Right. And we, commercial is kind of what pays for taxes it, and pays a lot of stuff.
1: It is. It's true. I live over in uh, in Falmouth, and, you know, we'll, oh, yeah. if we talk about tax rates, that's the hard yeah. conversation. Right. But the difference is that in Falmouth, there's a ton of business there's and a ton, a ton of, of, of opportunity to bring in taxes. And, and it's a hard... This is new to me in this whole process and yeah. understanding that and but I understand the community is, is they fight amongst themselves in that as to oh. and, in order yeah. to keep a tax rate or the the value you pay down is you need to bring in, but I understand this town is gorgeous. Well, that's it.
0: This is what it's, you're paying. That's what I tried yeah. to explain to somebody the other day. That's what you're paying for. Sure. You are, And actually it was somebody else who, who brought it to my attention. Yeah. Linda, this is what we're paying for. Yeah. And it's true. It is we true. are paying to drive down Tupper Road right. around that pond, right. to have the beautiful heritage museums and gardens that's here, true. to have Spalding here that doesn't true. pay taxes. Exactly. Uh, we're, we're very fortunate sure. to have all this, these beautiful, beautiful, museums, and trust me, I wouldn't trade them for a million bucks. No question. Well, maybe for a million. <laughs> but seriously, yeah. I, I I think people need to kind of wake up and smell the roses. And, and then the other thing is, if you don't like it, you can exactly. always go somewhere else. Although on Cape Cod, you can't get within um, a block of Main Street without paying at least a half million dollars exactly. for a little teeny tiny ranch.
1: Well, and I guess that's the thing too, as I sit back from afar, because I don't live in town when I hear people talk about the tax rate. But I look at it and I think somebody, whether it was Mr. Schneider or Mr. Dunham said at one point, the tax rate is not what you're because it's the value, right? right? It's so the value if you get down to Chatham, house. the tax rate might be less, but the value of that house <laughs> is a lot And you're paying probably a little bit more in tax money right. Right. than the actual rate. But I understand right. what people's concerns right. are. Well and, and that's what they look at. There's certainly there's a pot of money, but the decisions yeah. that the towns any town makes right. as to what they value. Right. Well um, they should
0: value their children. Well, what I do you think so. about that? That's my I always advocate. <laughs> that's my job.
1: So um, So we're in a situation this year and and we've been in it. So this has been a a concern that I've had since I've I've arrived here is the fact that when your cost of doing business Uh and that just means, again, status quo. I keep my staff. I keep all the things that we're doing. We don't even put in really anything new when the cost of doing business is more than what the town is asking us to come in at. You're inherently going to be cutting every year. Right. And I hear that at at each time was we gave them two and a half percent. We gave them three. No, you didn't give us enough to do business the way it was. Right. And that's the hard part. And I don't want, I don't certainly, I'm not, I would never ask for like 10% in town. What we always ask for each year is to just do cost of business. Yeah. Yeah. And we haven't been able to do that now. The other argument people always say is, but we're losing students. And we are. Everyone right. on the Cape is obviously right. losing students. Well,
0: we're an aging population. Correct. Hello.
1: Yeah, it, and that happens. Um, and so the, 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 the concept is that we're not cutting to go along with that. And we have been. I showed last year a demographic to our school committee and to the Board of Selectmen. I went back to 2003 is that we've actually cut now almost 60 teachers out of this district. Part of it was the reorganization and closing wing, and and I appreciate that. But the teachers themselves, the issues that we're having, which I think a lot of this community, especially if you didn't raise your kids here, don't see, is that some of the need of our children. Um, So for example, we have, Students that come in on an individualized education program, or IEP as we call it, um, when we inherit that kid in, and they've moved here and they come with that kid with a one-to-one paraprofessional. Well, we didn't budget for that, right. but that happens. Right. Um, the students now that we have, every district has students with sub- such severe special needs that we can't educate them in our community. right? Well, those are out of district, and you what have we, call, to, uh, when we pay for that. You get right. some reimbursement, but not enough. Of course not. Um, and so here's an ex- example of one, too. We have a student that's placed, outplaced, and for some reason, what got approved is the school that this child is in, they were a- allowed to raise their rates by 25% in one year. We don't have a choice. We have to pay it. Yeah, but who, who you mean, It's approved we, at the state level. I see. So someone said, well, maybe they haven't been approved, maybe they haven't been asking for higher rates. Well, that's all well and good, but that but still, still is impacting charging, us hey, by yeah, 25%. Right, and right. those are costs that we can't just avoid
0: Right. because and, that's and, the least and restrictive and don't amount for that child. And
1: people it, don't see those. They don't. And that's the hard part. So when we talk about, I can say that I've lost a lot of staff, but we've also gained personnel in the sense mm-hmm. in and around the high needs of children. Mm-hmm. And that's significant. I looked back in 2003, we didn't have one adjustment counselor in the buildings. We now have two in every building because of the needs of our kids. Right. Uh, English language learners. Right. That wasn't even in existence back then. Right. And so now, with the laws that were passed in Massachusetts, which I think a lot of the community didn't understand what they were back about ten, God, probably ten years ago now. Right. Uh, what that requirements to that were. We now have three English language learners teachers. And you know, when I first arrived here, we had one and a half. So you just right. think of the these little things that add up around the needs of children versus looking at pure numbers of how many kids we have. But we have absolutely adjusted based on that. And people don't see that. They don't live in the world I live in, so they're not looking at it every day. And they're they're not
0: looking at the breakout of each category. absolutely not you know, that's on, not on the world. budget. And, and and they hired you to do that. They hired me to do that. And, and they have a school committee they elected exactly. to do
1: that. But it also takes time to trust. And I yeah. appreciate that. I'm in my fourth year. I think we've worked on some of that trust for the mm-hmm. community that when I say this, that they do believe it. Yeah. And and, and I know that that takes time. Yeah. Who am I? Yeah. Right. Right. Um, right. So how, that's what we're working on. How, how many kids are in the school district ballpark? Well, we right now just over 2,600. 2,600. But at its high... They were in the mid-3000s, I think.
0: I know. It that would be back when my kids. Yeah, yeah. my kids it were here. It right? absolutely has been Which impacted. Which was 122 years ago. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Something like that.
1: <laughs> anyway. Yeah.
0: And and really, quite frankly, we moved here almost 40 years ago, sure. but we picked Sandwich because it had the best school district. There's no question. You know, and and it I had has three a, little It's kids. a
1: very good school district. But mm-hmm. that's the other piece that always has impacted us, too. Back when you moved here. There wasn't an 18 different
0: schools that could choose. That's the issue
1: is they had there private schools. A, you could pick Catholic if you wanted. You
0: could do Catholic, but... They I don't even think they had a Catholic school did, did they, they not really No you had to go to Bishop Stang yeah. okay. if you were in oh, high Cape, school yeah. right or Sacred Heart sure. off Cape yep. um uh, they certainly didn't have any of the charter schools exactly. or any of that and I don't think underst- people understand yeah. you have to keep up just to be competitive
1: there's no question
0: because of school choice well, and, and
1: the cost in that is uh, no, no one doesn't want parents to have a choice everyone no, should, no. I appreciate that more yeah. than anybody yeah. um but what happens is when and I don't think a lot of people understand that School choice is different than a student going to a charter school. So right. school choice just simply means, if I have a student here that decides that Falmouth is offering something that's better okay. for them, they can decide to go there if they have an opening. Right. So in school choice, uh, when a student comes to us or leaves, mm-hmm. the max that, that can be a charge of from either district is $5,000. Mm-hmm. With a charter school, what happens is they get the entire per pupil expenditure right. that follows them to that district, mm-hmm. which I, 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 I get the concept, I right. absolutely do. And as is about Mm 16,000-something. What happens is, though according to the Department of Education, that 16,000 something, it's categorized into what are they, of that what's spent on administration, education, I mean, uh, like instruction, right. facilities, per, uh, special education and all those kinds of things. Mm-hmm. So the issues that I have is is when, and any of the charter schools that are around, their population, say for example, of special ed is not as high as ours, mm-hmm. not even close. Because a charter school is a kind of a, a self-choosing thing. You right. have to decide you're right. gonna make that. Because charter schools, you don't get transportation. Yeah. So a parent has to, that's a pretty dis- big decision a family makes. But when that entire per pupil goes with them, and I've still got to take care of my facilities, I've still got to educate the right. children with special needs, that's gone too. Right. And that's, so I think there's a bigger issue around that funding formula. It's not anti charter school, it has nothing to no, do with that no. for me. Um, but I think about that, the equity of it all. I get that it's the easiest thing to do. Take the her Whole per pupil and go with it, but in our town, we lose almost three million dollars a year. And and my argument to our parents is, you have a choice. I absolutely, I want the choice to be us. Yeah. And I think we have. Well, and what do you do
0: to do that, though? What do you do
1: to make you the choice? So what we've what we've been working on is the changes that we've made in administration. The changes that we've made when we look for staffing is that we have to work hard to convince parents that this should be the choice. so we're, we're trying that. I think we're making some headway uh, because we have fewer kids leaving in different other areas. Um, like, for example, and this is not I'm not this. We have fewer kids that are going to Upper Cape, for example. Now, that's not necessarily where because that's a good vocational program yeah, that we, yep. we desperately need on Cape Cod. Right. Um, but I, we want the choice to be here. So we're trying to show the things that we're doing. We have mm-hmm. resurrected a um, our TV program. And we have a, a new person in, uh we've had a, someone in the past couple of years and we have a new person in this year and we're going to be showing this is what we're offering. Right. And the rigor is there and the academic Good. offerings for kids. Our kids go to we have uh, I'm trying to think of the third one, but our, our top three kids last year, one went to Duke, one went to Northwestern. Mm-hmm. We're sending kids to pretty fabulous schools. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think the rigor is there uh, when you look at the number mm-hmm. of advanced placement classes we have, et cetera.
0: Well, I, it's funny because I know um, my daughter's class. My daughter was in a class of overachievers. That's yeah, what I always yeah, tell her. Yeah. She was she was lucky to be in it because yeah. made her overachieve. And she's a college professor, right? She's in London now, actually teaching. That's yes, exciting. right now just for a few weeks, yeah, and comes exciting. back home, picks up the family, and goes back for another month. There but, you go. Um, It's funny, out of her class, I mean, there is a woman who's a lawyer for NBC Sports. Sure. There is, uh, my God, there's a neonatologist in uh, Albuquerque. I mean, I've always thought that school systems do a lousy job of promoting themselves no and the wonderful people that come out of it. Yeah, You know, Jack Stanton, running yes. for office. Oh, he's a fisherman, yep. but my God, he's a working man, he's, he's running work- for a office, he a wonderful he's kid. got an unbelievable yep. education yep. at George Washington, I think. Yep. But there's an example. Why aren't we putting him in front of people? Because we
1: never had to. I we see. were, except for, if, again, we go back to, except for if you went to a Catholic school in town, yeah, you never true. had to
0: compete. No.
1: So that's the, the message that I've been trying to get to our committee for the past couple of years, too, is that this is, it's on Cape Cod especially, because every district has school choice. Um, you are now forced, it's marketing.
0: Yeah, it is. It's marketing one-on-one. It's, one. it's,
1: so that takes a piece of your time and effort and financial yeah. obligation, but it's, we have to show why. Right, you know? right. Now, from a parent perspective, I mean, they with choice comes if you they don't like something you're doing. They get to walk. Right. It's hard for us, you know, because you didn't that didn't used to happen. Right. Um, So we're definitely we look at things a little differently now. We're talking differently with each other of what do we need to do? So we do. I've done two different major surveys since I've been here on our VRA strategic planning process of getting feedback. So changes that we made, for example, one of the comments that I heard from parents a lot was uh, two different things. One is around our high school schedule, which had been in existence for 20 years. They didn't it was a. You don't care about this if you're not in education. A pure four-by-four four block. Your daughter probably went through it. Um, it has its pluses and minuses. I don't know. She's
0: in her 40s. Maybe oh, she was before go. it. It's, yeah,
1: it could have been just before it. But uh, it has its pros and cons. Uh, but that was an issue parents had with this because the kids were sitting in a class far too long. Uh, but then another one was the rigor. And we talked about rigor earlier. And so we've done some real soul searching about that. We've changed now the high school schedule to a little bit more of a traditional, but what it's gotten us is with the pure four by four block, students were limited in the number of courses that AP courses they could take. Mm -hmm. We've opened that up um, because when you're only taking four periods a day, it's hard to take a lot of advanced placement. They are now in a, Again, if you're not in education, this doesn't... But more of a seven-period day, so there's more opportunities for kids. I have one student that's been thrilled with this. He's taking four advanced placement cap classes. Now, I think he's crazy because he's killing himself, but this is what he's wanted. He could never have done that in the old. And that's going to help him, assuming he does well in them. That'll help him as he goes off to college. Uh, Rigor-wise, we've talked about what are we doing for kids. And one of the advantages we've had of moving the seventh graders and eighth graders up into that high school building now is we've created a program, an advanced math class, uh, where students coming out of sixth grade into seventh grade, as we've looked at their testing, Mm -hmm. and we've talked to the parents and stuff like that, we're putting them in an advanced track. So what's happening now is in eighth grade, they'll be able to take classes that are up high school classes. They couldn't have done that in the old traditional. So we're really looking at things that help us to push that kid that is the higher achiever, mm-hmm. um, while at the same time, obviously, you know, I've talked earlier about the, special, the students with special needs, about trying to make sure we continue to support them. It, it's an interesting, but it's really, the soul-searching has been phenomenal. It really has, because we've had some really difficult conversations amongst ourselves, is what do we need to do? We want, I want every kid to want to be here. Like, that's right. my job. Right. right. And I, I believe in this district. I've been here for right. four years now. I've seen what these teachers are doing. They're working really hard. And so I just want that to be our choice. And I always have believed no one moves to any community that doesn't want their kids to grow up and live there and be there. Right. So to choose to take Tough your kids to Cog. another, yeah, yeah, well, <laughs> to choose to take your kids to a now another district, it takes right. them out of their community. Right. And I want this community to be something that they are proud of. Right, right. Um,
0: and so, so really it's about
1: programming. Yeah. No question, and that's what we look at. Um, I look at uh, I look at our theater program. <laughs> mm-hmm. If you've never been to it, it's oh, phenomenal.
0: I have. Yeah, our yeah. music
1: program is fa- fabulous. Um, yeah athletics we do a fabulous job uh there's areas that we can work on we're a young for example a young football team
0: well and you it's small it's too. smaller
1: so we you know we have that discussion amongst ourselves where is the best place because we want our kids to be successful obviously yeah and we have some phenomenal athletic programs sure um we have uh debates we have all that we have math teams we mm-hmm. have things that these kids get to go out and do sure. and it's fabulous so that's kind of exciting it's very. It, it yeah. is very
0: exciting, actually.
1: Right. It really is. So
0: we are sitting here in the wing school. Yes. Where are you going when you leave here? Uh,
1: this is the question. So right now it's uh, we're kind of kind of uh, as I as I jokingly say we're squatting uh-huh. until we figure out. So ideally, what the, I think the, the long range plan is, which we support 100%, obviously, is that we'll be in the human services building when that gets built. Si- right. Uh, so when the other place gets built. Now the question is is if this gets bought earlier, what does happen yeah. and that? And that's really, that's going to be up for debate. We have to figure that yeah. out. Ideally, we'd be able to at least hang here until that's ready. Yeah. So that's only one move. It's all that kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. I'm really excited. All of our staff is really excited to be over in the Human Services Building, uh, mostly mm-hmm. because it puts us closer to the school buildings. Right. Uh, not that we're that... It's not a huge town. We're not that yeah, far away, no. but but I think that aspect, and plus I think it's a be- on the outside, it's a gorgeous building. I think it looks like a school be- office building. Oh,
0: the uh, the human the services Herb. building. Yeah. So we're really yeah. excited for that. How do the uh, seniors feel about that? Because they'll be in on one end, right? Isn't that how it isn't going to work?
1: No, they'll be in their new building.
0: Oh, they'll be a, they'll so- be out. Oh, you're going in that That, human services building. Oh,
1: yeah. I'm sorry, not the Uh, new building.
0: Okay, so that's where I was getting confused. I thought I didn't know they were going in. Yeah, no, no, uh, uh, no. So you won't be going in the new lifestyle
1: center. No, we won't have anything to do with that.
0: (laughs) Which I have to laugh is, don't call me a senior citizen. (laughs) Call me lifestyle. Yes,
1: but it's an opportunity for the town to be able to reuse a building. Uh, yes,
0: it is, and that's a very good thing in this that's town. That's a very
1: good thing, and we're, I'm very, I, we're thrilled to be in there, yeah. so uh, we like it. I think it looks, again, it has the look of a nice school office building. You yeah, know. it does. So,
0: And it, you're right, it's not too far away. No, and it's
1: perfect. It's yeah. right outside of Oak Ridge for us, yeah. so it's yeah. fabulous. The poor principal at Oak Ridge. You'll be hanging out. I walk to her building, her <laughs> office every day. <laughs> she might not lunch. want that. <laughs> You'll be having lunch, for yes. sure.
0: So what's coming up? Uh, you've got the, the budgets all going through. Yeah, the budgets
1: going through. Um,
0: and people should watch the meetings, shouldn't they, they? on watch SCTV? The
1: if, 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 you, if you want to sit and, and make your statements on Facebook, you have to be educated. Because it's, uh, what concerns me sometimes is, and this is just a personal thing of mine, I, Facebook, it's fantastic to have social media. Sure. But when you're putting out things that are not necessarily accurate, yeah. I don't think it helps us in the long run. Because now, let's, for example, say I've decided I want to move on the Cape and I'm looking at San Sandwich. Well, they go look at Facebook pages, right? And if it's stuff that says "ew," I don't want to do that. Yeah, and they might not be factual. That I struggle that's, with. So yeah. um, I'm not a huge social media person. <laughs> I, we have we are on it in the schools. Yeah. I find myself going on when I when some opinions are opinions, and everyone is entitled to that. Yeah. That I don't yeah. have a problem with. But when you are factually incorrect, yeah, I try to get on well, it and say irritating. because I don't want people having misinformation, whatever it might be about. Sure. Um, so so that's that's where we're, we're in the budget. We, um, moving forward in our programs, we're really excited. Actually we're doing when the schools were three K to eight, they had a, a, wing, especially had a very robust kind of to, to work with our special education population is a very robust, uh, kind of co-teaching model mm-hmm. where you put a, a regular ed, education teacher with a special education teacher. We thought it was fantastic. And, and, in the reorganization some of that kind of went away a little bit and what we're seeing now is when we look at data and, and make that assumption is that we're seeing a kind of a little bit of a, a too big of a disconnect between our students with needs versus our regular education students so we're trying to find ways to kind of keep them in their classroom mm-hmm. get the uh, instruction that everybody else is getting and figuring out ways so we're really excited actually we we've piloted a little bit at Forest Deal with the K to 2 building and now we're going to go full bore into uh, oak ridge at grades three to six so oh, we're doing a lot of training of our staff and kind of bringing it back and a lot of them did taught in this model they're really excited okay. if you put two fully certified adults in a classroom those kids can't help but succeed right so we're right. really excited and and you're not doing the old traditional pull-out Pulling the kids away from the instruction, yes, they're getting good instruction with that special education teacher, but they've missed everything else that's gone on in the class. Right, right. And so we have some work to do with um, with our staff to train and making sure parents understand we truly want what's best for their kid. Right, truly. Right. And we think that'll start closing that gap.
0: Well, you're affected by a lot of things, yep. which you know, from everything from the opioid, oh, opioid oh, crisis, no which question. I cannot say. <laughs> And um, bullying, I'm yes. sure, oh, yes. all of that, yep. all of that. Yep. And how are you guys working all through all those things? Sure. Those are things, I mean, there's always been bullies, yeah. but there wasn't all the, the, the drugs. Uh, yeah. There was always alcohol in high school, let's face it. Oh, yes. You yeah. know, drinking under the boardwalk, yes. you know, a couple of cans of beer was always out there. Yes. Always However, been. now it's, it's you know, well, it's it a, takes, lot it so. a lot different. It is a lot different.
1: It's Well, we do, so let's use the opioid, um, which is, again, we, people like to say it's on bigger on Cape Cod, and maybe it is. I don't know the answer to that. It's everywhere. It's everywhere. Where we see it is a couple of different places. One is that we see our youngest ones coming in, some of them that were born opioid addicted, mm. that impacts their ability to learn. Right. So we have those kinds of things. So when we talk about what impacts the budget, right? It does. The needs yeah. that that comes right? along right. with. Special needs. But we also, we have um, a, a decent group of Grandparents raising their grandchildren, right? Because they might have lost a child due to it, or that someone might be in jail, and and that impact on children is significant. The trauma right. that they're going through with that, um, we're we're training a lot of our staff on trauma, because this is something again. When you and I went to school, this didn't exist no, no no not to the extent or you didn't know about no, it. No,
0: and there, there were different kinds of trauma yeah, at home exactly and a kid might come to school and you'd kind of i'm sure yeah. teachers thought oh yeah, they're yeah. dirty and yeah. there's something going Something's on at home going on. Uh, or maybe the kid comes with a bruise on the exactly. arm or something that that's a, totally different than yeah, that there's no question this about is it. so s- embedded psychologically yes. into yeah. these kids yes that I, that for, to be a teacher, you almost have to be a psychologist.
1: Well, and that's what we spend a lot of our professional development time doing, is to how do we ensure that our teachers, because so much is asked for teachers these days right. because of that. Right. The instruction piece is one. They're trained as teachers. They can do that with their eyes closed. But when you add in this social-emotional piece, sure, that they also have stuff going on in their families. Sure. And they come in sure. with their own baggage. And kids come in with their baggage. And, oh, by the way, we need them to make sure that we're at the top of the MCAS scores. Yeah. And, <laughs> It's a lot yeah, for everywhere. Is. And again, right. this is not just sandwich. This is everywhere. Right. Every superintendent I talked to was facing the exact right. same things. It's just a different generation. And it how is. do we make sure that we provide the resources to this, the kids first, obviously, but the teachers also? Because it's hard. This job is hard now. And, um, and not that it always was hard, but it's become a little bit more difficult because of things they can't control. Right.
0: Well... You've been here three years. Yes. You stand in for a while?
1: I. I Till the end of your the contract. Mitty and I have said that we are going to, I will retire. God willing. God willing, I will and the retire creek don't from rise, here. as they say I, in Ohio. Where I from. love being on the Cape. I yeah. love the atmosphere. I, I say to people, I love that every day I can go to any one of our buildings and I'm looking at the ocean. Yeah, I, how
0: could you? not? And I love the okay. team we've
1: put together yeah. here. We're working really hard. Yeah. And uh, there's some good people. Well,
0: you're working in a postcard. Yes. It's like a postcard. It's beautiful.
1: It, it is. is. Like, it is. People don't understand.
0: And, and, and people need to understand that's yes. what we're paying for with our taxes,
1: Absolutely. among other Absolutely. things, but that's part of it. But it's is, my job to continue to advocate. Yeah, right? and, that's why they put me in place. And
0: that's what you should be doing, yeah. 100% for those kids. That's you because know? It's,
1: if we don't put that educated society out there, well, we're in trouble.
0: Well, yeah, and I think we've had a dumbing down a little bit, so little now bit. we need to smart up.
1: We do. We do. If <laughs> that's no a word, even. I don't know. Is we that just a made word? it a word. We just made a like it a word. I like it. You smart could trademark that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I want to thank you today. Thank you. you. always are such a delight to talk thank to. Thank you for coming so much I'm glad fun. I got to see you again. I'm glad I got to see you again, and you'll be seeing me around, and, and there's a, I know there's a lot going on at the school, and everybody. Everybody should pay attention to what's going on Always. in the schools. and I'm going to make a suggestion Please. to your marketing people. Yes, do you have any? I no, think you, no. might, you well, well you got I, somebody out it right there. I have right now. All right, marketing person. Yes, have that new television guy do yeah. um, do testimonials brief. Quick ones have Sandwich Community TV up help you out yep. with people coming in and going. I went to Sandwich High
1: School and I do this and it's I went to Sandwich. Funny you say eight. that because we just filmed a few of those excellent. myself and Mr. Mulcahy, the principal. We just excellent. No, it's 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 really starting. He had to get the. We had a, a good group of kids taking classes, but he's really had to now. Get kids involved, yeah. and they—they're going to be pushing out next week. Actually, their first TV. Excellent. They're, it's going to
0: be on Sandwich Community Television. We're going
1: to—I'll pump, pump it out. I'll make sure excellent. that Paula gets all it all
0: over. Uh, I agree with
1: you. That's part of what you, yeah. you market. Yeah. What we have,
0: right? That right. other people might not have. That's—it's perfect. It is excellent. Good to see you. Thank, thank you, thank, thank you so you. much for coming in. Pam Gould, superintendent of Sandwich Schools. She is terrific. Had a great time talking to her. And I hope you'll understand a little bit more now about the budgeting process with these schools. She's been here three years. I hope she stays a long time. And I bet you do too. So thank you for joining me today. And I'll see you next time on another Cape Conversations. Cape Conversation is a Sandwich Community TV podcast hosted by Melinda Gallon. You can listen to her and all of our other audio shows through Spotify at Sandwich Community TV or directly on our website at www.sandwichcommunitytv.org. Stay tuned for future content.